0: Hey, everybody. Thank you for downloading episode 152 of We Got This with Mark and Hal recorded live at the 17th annual SF Sketch Fest presented by Audible. This is such a fun show. I can't wait for you to hear it, but I want to let you know about a couple things coming up. First of all, February 15th, if you are in the L.A. area, we are doing a live show at a gymnasium, a training center for the physicality-ness, not a word. Uh, In the Valley, Mark and I are going to be doing best exercise live. We have a personal trainer running us through all the exercises. We are going to be live streaming it, so check out our Facebook page, facebook.com forward slash groups forward slash We Got This Podcast. Uh, that is where you will be able to see it. If you can make it there live, the details will be forthcoming, uh, but this is going to be real, maybe the last thing I ever do. I don't know if I'm going to make it through, but if I don't, I just want to say it's a it has been a pleasure serving you. Also, we are going to be at Pensacon at the end of February, assuming I survive. That is the last weekend in February in Pensacola, Florida. It is such a good time. There are tons of cool celebrities out there for you to meet. We're going to be doing a live We Got This There with special guest Steve Agee. You're not going to want to miss that. For tickets and info, go to Pensacon.com. P-E-N-S-A-C-O-N dot C-O-M. And now, Please enjoy episode 152 of We Got This with Mark and Hal. Hello, I'm Hal Lublin.
1: And I'm Mark Gagliardi.
0: Since the dawn of humanity, one issue has gone unsettled. With the fate of the world in the balance, we're here to settle once and for all. Best sports movie.
1: That's right. Don't worry, everyone. We got this. Podcasts
2: should have a theme song. Podcasts should not have a theme song. Yes, they should. No, they shouldn't. They sound good. Yeah, but people are just going to skip past it. Hmm. You know what? You're right. We got this.
1: Thank you. What is up, San Francisco Sketchfest? Thank you, San Francisco. Listen to you. This is very exciting. Crazy. Oh wow. First of all, thanks to the stadium for holding us here and letting yeah. us do the show here.
0: This is great. You people are hungry for decisions, and we want to bring them to you. That's right. And we want to bring out some dear friends of
1: ours who are going to help us make these decisions. You know them. You've seen them all weekend. You've seen them uh, creating uh, comedy on the Joko Cruise, which is where we met them. Uh, you've seen them in uh, Take My Wife. Uh, two wonderful stand-up comedians and friends of ours who are experts on this subject. Ladies and gentlemen, Rhea Butcher and Cam. Cameron Esposito. Yeah. Come on. Yeah. Yes. What is up, y'all? What's up?
3: It's so fun to have these little stands. Teeny I know. Stands. Feel free to
1: pick it up so you're not just leaning over the table. Well, oh. I,
2: I will. Don't I
3: both. don't even mind if I do. Everyone
1: has a different technique.
0: <laughs> you have a maraca. Yeah. I like the Bob Barker Silent style.
2: <laughs> the littlest the
0: whole thing. <laughs> the littlest stand is my favorite children's book, <laughs> all time. Uh, but we're not here to talk about kids' books. This, what are we here to talk about? This topic has been suggested by several people, and it's a gigantic topic. Uh, the thing we're going to decide today for all time, which is what we do on this podcast, for those of you who are unfamiliar, is determine the best sports movie ever made. Yeah, that's right. Come on, only three ooh, people are gonna, right. ooh. We want everybody to go.
1: We'll do that again. The greatest sports movie ever made. Yeah, I like that. Nice. So
0: what we've done is compiled a list. We've got eight different categories of sports movies that we'll go through. But, but before we do that, I'd love to talk to both of you and get sort of what, what's your sports background and, and sports movies particularly? What, what do you like about them or, or don't you like about them? What makes a good sports movie, I guess? Ria, go!
2: Okay, great.
1: Ria, you were the one who, uh, when we said, which topic would you like to do, uh, emailed back, best sports movie with a thousand exclamation
3: points <laughs> yeah. at the end of it. Yeah, yeah, I missed a little more chill. I went, oh, best sports movie. <laughs> but in all lowercase, no
4: exclamation points at all. Very understated of you.
3: Yeah, you know me, chill. Ria, yeah,
4: okay, tell everybody why the sports... Thanks, coach. Um... <laughs> I was a real athletic kid, but an only child, so I played a lot of sports by myself, um, which is not how sports are supposed to work, but <laughs> that's what I ended up with. Um, and I'm a real big baseball fan these days, specifically, and I have a real big space in my heart for baseball movies because I like the sport, but also it just, fit. there's something, it's intangible about baseball movies that, like, the, the, the baseball being the central figure of a movie, just works for me and you can like a uh, uh, field of dreams is a movie that i hated when i was a kid because i was like they don't play baseball <laughs> and then uh, <laughs> all they do is build. They just talk about it that's weird <laughs> and then i got older and i was just like <laughs> and it just you know because baseball is the central figure in your life if you're a baseball fan you wait for the season to come around you wait the whole thing and it just i don't know i love movies i love sports love baseball love baseball movies that's me I think that i this is actually gonna be surprising, but like,
3: not as a cool person. As a cool person, Rhea has more cred. This is 100% true. Men like to talk to Rhea about sports, which if there's any women out there, you know, that's literally unbelievable that men like to talk to any woman at all about sports. Um, but they do, Rhea. Men talk to her, they look her in the eyes and they go, what do you think? And it's amazing. Then <laughs> she gives an answer. They go, wow, I agree actually. That's a really good answer. You know a lot of stuff. Um, I don't follow professional sports, but I do have like, an unbelievable pedigree. Wherein I played uh, three sport. I was a three sport athlete in college or in high school. I, I played basketball. Soccer. I was the captain of my swim team. I dated the captain of the football team, who was an unbelievable athlete. I was also the mascot of that football team, which was a bird. Um, what kind of? It was just a bird. It was called a red wing. You know that classic bird, the red wing. Yeah. And it just says, <laughs> it's a bird with red wings, so it really says it all. And uh, then I also played rugby in college so I'm like a legit you know like cool badass person yeah. um,
4: see I left off the fact that I was a skateboarder for like 15 oh, years oh you still so. f*** yourself <laughs> I mean, wow.
3: see do you understand what I'm saying about cred like especially like men focused cred it's like I'm like I played rugby with other women in a, like a cool lesbian way and then Rhea's like I was a skateboarder
1: so tell us what it was like to be a skateboarder
3: <laughs> I can't
2: live
4: up to that <laughs>
0: Does that mean you're going to pick Gleaming the Cube?
4: Definitely not. <laughs> I mean, I like that movie. It's, it's a real fun and weird movie, but that's not my favorite sports movie for sure.
1: Uh, Cameron, did you ever, you were the mascot specifically for the football team, or you did, were you the mascot for the school and you would, like at halftime, you would go put the mascot uniform on, run out?
3: That's a great question. I also covered the basketball team, but Uh I want you to imagine that the funniest part of me being the mascot (laughs) is that my boyfriend was also, you know, the one guy in your high school class that's like, uh, has an adult male body in a muscular way, like is like really ripped, Uh and he was an unbelievable athlete. So he played Offense, defense, and special teams. He played the entire game. <laughs> he ran for, for 400 yards one game. He scored six touchdowns. And his girlfriend was Ew. in the bird costume. <laughs> and nobody, this wasn't a secret. Like, we were voted class couple. We were voted couple most likely to live happily ever after. So <laughs> imagine going to school with that couple where it's a bird. We went as each other to a famous couples dance. I wore his football uniform. It was the happiest I've ever been.
1: All right. Uh, are you all ready to dive into some movies? Let's yeah, dive into some all right. movies. Uh, I feel like uh, we talked about this beforehand a little bit. Baseball movies are the by far the largest category of movie that we have here. Mm-hmm. So why don't we start with some... Uh, we're going to have a little uh, amuse-bouche uh, to begin before we launch into the, the major, major sports uh, category. So why don't we start with... Uh, soccer and golf. How about that? Well, it, well <laughs> let's we, you get want to start with soccer or way. golf? Because sure. we only, there's not many great soccer movies and great golf movies. Not nearly as many as there are baseball sure. movies, right? Yeah. So let's take a look at the golf movies to begin with. The ones that we have on the list here, uh, this list exhaustively put together by Hal Lublin. Uh, we have Tin Cup, The Legend of Bagger Vance, Caddyshack, Caddyshack 2, Happy mm-hmm. Gilmore, The Greatest Game Ever Played, A Gentleman's Game, uh, who's your caddy? <laughs> the Short Game and From the Rough. Oh, boy. Anything uh, standing out on this list Transitions into,
4: for you? are these porn movies?
0: <laughs> <laughs> Very quickly. From the Rough certainly
3: is. <laughs>
4: from the Rough. <laughs> okay. Also, The A Short Game. A gentleman's game. You know I mean? game. Yeah.
0: I'm here to fill in your divots. <laughs>
4: <laughs> Ball washers. Three. Oh, my God. <laughs> Also what? like bogey, also, double so eagle, you know what I mean?
1: <laughs> Ooh, double eagle sounds like an awesome war movie from the 80s. It does. Birdie on the
4: back nine. Oh, the back nine. <laughs>
0: All
1: right, who's got favorites on here? Well, well, everybody will we'll go down the line. How's that?
0: I I yeah, I mean, I'm I just want to mention how much I enjoy the movie Tin Cup. I I don't think it's going to win, but I, I Pretty much, if you put Kevin Costner in a sports movie that isn't for love of the game, it's going to be good. <laughs>
1: right.
4: So, did you see Draft Day? I love I did. Draft Day. Oh, we're yeah. going to talk about Draft. Oh no! No, I just as a Cleveland fan, I'm like, this is unbelievable that <laughs> <laughs> no one works for the Browns. <laughs> It's just a bunch of rats. Yeah, they just show up and eat pizza and then go home. They don't actually... I mean, the players absolutely play their hearts out. I'm not talking about, I'm talking about the front office. Anyway, no one cares. I love it. am like, what are you talking about?
1: The Browns are a very terrible They're football a bad
4: team. team. Football terrible football team. Terrible football team. What was their record this season? Oh, and 16. They wow. did not win a game. They had a, a parade for it. <laughs> like a... The fans, protest, parade. yeah, protest parade. The Was fans it? like threw a, a anti-victory parade. Basically. It wasn't
0: just the garbage sweeper guy from Dick Clark's <laughs> Practical Jokes and Bloopers.
2: Yeah,
0: uh, I just like Tin Cup. I think it's a fun, charming yeah. movie, Uh and it's it did more to get me interested in golf than any of these other films did, which is not super interested, but also made me feel like maybe I could play golf. And then I tried. Guess what? Can't. <laughs> yeah. Can't do it. It's very difficult.
3: Yeah. Uh, As a person of a certain age, which is thirty-six, I have to say that Happy Gilmore is an important movie Mm -hmm. in terms of like comedy. I haven't seen it since that time when it was an important movie that you had to see in order to hang out with other people (laughs) and leave your house. So I don't know if it holds up. Also, having never seen Tin Cup, I think that they might be had you know like neck and neck for me just based on my personal affiliation and affection for Renee Russo.
4: Sure. (laughs) She's great. Yeah. Yep. (laughs) (laughs) I have to say out of all of these, I mean, I do, I have a big place in my heart for Tin Cup because of a a movie that we'll mention later. Um, But I will say the greatest game ever played because I saw this movie not from beginning to end but multiple times throughout a 24-hour period when I was visiting my in-laws, Cameron's parents, and her dad just had it on in the background for an entire day. It's true. They were
3: doing like, a, like the thing with A Christmas, Christmas Story thing. where they were like, well, well, they play A Christmas Story but we, we play, play The, the greatest, greatest Game, game Ever, ever play Played
4: here on the Golf Channel. On the channel. Golf Channel we do. So I watched it a thousand times. Um, couldn't tell you the storyline but Shia looks great in one of those golf caps so I'm going to go with The Greatest Game Ever Played.
1: and you guys all know that i'm a huge caddyshack fan. <laughs> caddyshack uh was the one that jumped to the top of this for me. Though, i will say um i do i i i'm with uh, i'm with you cameron it was that was one of those movies where uh everyone just it, it was infinitely quotable. You had the bob barker uh fight scene. So, happy gilmore um if we're gonna to need to, if we're going to have to come to some sort of consensus or mm-hmm. vote-based thing, I am happy to throw Caddyshack under a bus, Uh even though I really, really love that. You
3: guys, I mean, nobody Happy Gilmore, Caddyshack? a movie so important, Adam Sandler has literally never needed to wear pants again. <laughs> he goes to Hollywood parties in basketball shorts to this day.
1: He is. How many years in a row has he been on the worst dressed list in Hollywood? It's
3: not even worst or best dressed. It's just him going, look, I don't need to prove anything to you people. I'm wearing a basketball <laughs> uniform.
1: Not even just a t-shirt and shorts. A full-on basketball oh, uniform. Yeah. Um, full jersey. All right. Well, what do you guys, what do you guys, we're going to have to pull one out of here. Uh, is there, does
0: anybody have a silver medalist that is, uh, I feel like, I feel like Caddyshack is kind of the movie that even golfers enjoy. Like, if you asked a bunch of golfers, they wouldn't say Happy Gilmore. I feel like they would mm-hmm. say Caddyshack because they feel like it captures their experience somehow, mm-hmm. which I can't imagine it does. Like, a, Remember that time a golfer puppet appeared? Yeah. <laughs> and Bill Murray tried to blow it up? Yeah.
3: <laughs> but the golfers in that movie are assholes, right? Yeah. So it's got to be Tin Cup where the golfers aren't animals.
0: That's true. The golfers are are golfers are pretty cool, except for um, Chase Johnson. Johnson.
3: Again, the I've Batman. never seen the movie. I'm literally basing this on the poster.
1: <laughs> and, just, and just your fandom of Rene Russo?
3: <laughs> yes, I just like Rene Russo. I like her a lot. She's great in the Thomas Crown Affair. <laughs> I think that Tin Cup is the best golf movie because Rene Russo is really good in the Thomas Crown Affair. <laughs>
4: I like this logic. That's it. Tim Cobb. I think it's Tim Cobb also. The
0: Thomas Crown affair. (laughs) All right, let's move on
4: to
1: soccer uh,
0: soccer films. I don't think you need to read all these off. I think it's fun for people to imagine what we didn't have on the list. Then I will read only the uh, emboldened ones. Just read, I'll tell you what. Just read the one. Just tell us which one you would pick. Mm -hmm. Okay. Because the emboldened ones were your choices. Well, yeah, that's true. (laughs)
1: Mark, look, I was trying to seed these into a tournament, and then I realized it would take us ten years to do a tournament (laughs) up here. Um, I'm gonna say of the soccer movies, uh, Shaolin Soccer is so much fun. I realize that it's not what soccer is actually like because it's not filled with, um, you know, uh, superheroes with martial arts expertise and superpowers. Uh, but uh, that movie was an absolute blast. I need to see this movie.
3: I see that Shaolin movie. Shaolin <laughs> Soccer? is
1: wonderful. It's bananas.
3: Is Renee Russo in it? Who cares? <laughs> <laughs> if she's not, I'm not seeing it. <laughs> Rio, what's it's, your favorite?
4: Yeah. So, uh, this movie is a Rene Russo favorite. Um, she's not in it. She's not in this. I'm going to pick Bend It Like Beckham. Because, <clears throat> ladies. Period. That's it. Yeah. <laughs> uh, that's
3: interesting. Bend It Like Beckham was going to be my choice, but now I can choose a different thing, which is really nice, because I also want to say Bend It Like Beckham, but if it had a totally different ending, because the ending of that movie is so unrealistic, those women are in love with each other. <laughs> 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 it's ridiculous. Uh, so I'll just say Ladybugs, then. <laughs> I love Ladybugs! Yes, ladybugs
2: was party a classic.
3: Blast. What yeah, a ridiculous movie. It was movie. so confusing and in, in a good way for me as a young child. It's like, I really like that one girl who's a boy. That was, that worked for me. Have you not seen Ladybugs? Do you not know what I'm talking about? It's a boy, he puts a wig on, he plays soccer so good.
0: <laughs> so, uh, Rodney Dangerfield asks, he's like, oh, That's
2: God, exactly God, right.
3: Danger, oh yeah. put this
0: team, and yeah. then, the, yeah.
3: But if you're gay, you don't under, and you don't know what gay is, a lot of movies can fall under the category of, I think this is what I'm into. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Okay. <laughs> also, Rodney Dangerfield has showed up
0: twice now on this list. I hope he's oh, in right, a, yeah. something in every one of these categories. Oh, yeah. He made some really great basketball movies. <laughs> um, my, my choice is going to be Victory, which nobody knows except for Andy Bates in the front row. Uh, here's what I think. I think that they're prisoners, and they have to play a soccer game to win their freedom, but I know that it has... Uh, Sylvester Stallone and Pele, I think, is in it as well. And the the uh poster looks like an old Atari 6, 2600 uh, like video game cover, like the really great box art. And then you play the game and be like, "This is not what ET was advertised to be at all."
3: <laughs> I'm guessing that you don't know the answer to this, but in the film, are Sylvester Stallone and Pele supposed to be the same amount good at soccer? <laughs>
0: I'm gonna guess yes.
3: Just two agile boys. Yeah. <laughs> Similar, they're practically
0: twins. Similar bills. <laughs> Look at them both kick that ball in the air. You wouldn't, if you heard, if you just closed your eyes and heard them both kick the ball, you wouldn't know who did it. You'd just hear the whiz and be like, they're both real good. But I, I, I have no, there couldn't be one where I have less of a dog in the fight. Because I, I would have picked between Bend It Like Beckham and probably, and I, I, that's probably the one I would have picked too. And I haven't even seen it, but it is the most appealing to me of mm-hmm. all of the movies on this list.
1: Well, it feels like everyone here enjoyed Bend It Like Beckham uh, despite your. Did you actually see Victory or did you just see the video box? And you were like, I just I saw the this. box.
0: I was <laughs> like, never going to watch it, but also, pretty good advertisement for soccer, maybe? <laughs> so, Bend It Like Beckham is coming out of the soccer round. There we go.
1: So far, uh, our golf movie is Tin Cup. Our soccer movie is Bend It Like Beckham. Moving on to, let's go to Olympic events. Nice. Uh, so this is, this is all movies that take place, uh, with Olympic, uh, events. Um, I like reading them, so I'm gonna read down, uh, some of these. Uh, we have Chariots of Fire, Cool Runnings, Eddie the Eagle, Personal Best, Prefontaine, Without Limits, Jim Thorpe All-American, Munich, Foxcatcher, The Jesse Owens Story, Race, I, Tanya, The Cutting Edge, Ice Princess, Ice Castles, uh, and I believe that is it or they're more from this Blades category. of Glory. Blades of Glory, <laughs>
4: yes. Where did it go? Uh, yep, it was on top awesome. of this
1: one, yeah. Uh, and then, uh, how do you say it? Was? Sonia Heaney? Henny. Sonia Henny. Henney. I did Olympic movies in the 30s and 40s yes I don't know
0: I don't this I just she was an Olympic figure skater who became a Hollywood star but all of the movies were about a figure skater like it was like Elvis like whatever the movie was he's like he's a boxer but he also sings he wants to be a singer hers was like she's a figure skater so her version of
1: Fun in Acapulco was she's a figure skater who also is a uh, cl- uh, cliff diver in Mexico. <laughs> yes. It yeah. feels
3: easier to shoehorn in a guitar
4: <laughs> than, figure than a full ice cream. <laughs> <laughs> it's a clam bake on ice. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
2: Makes
4: uh, sense to me.
1: All right. Uh, who wants to start on this one? Who's got a... a... I, I this do. Is... Mm-hmm. I, I love the cutting edge... I love it. Great movie. Yeah. yeah. So much. That one jumped out for me on this, the cutting. Topic.
0: Topic. Yeah. If you don't know this movie, DB Sweeney plays an Olympic hockey player, uh, who vomits before every game because that's how <laughs> he gets his nerves out. And then he gets injured, uh, because of a dirty hit and can no longer, uh, be a hockey player. At the same time, uh, he's paired as a, a, a figure skating coach sees him as the perfect solution to join his difficult to deal with figure skating diva. And the two of them become a team. You wouldn't think that they would,
2: yeah. but they do.
0: And guess what else happens, spoiler alert? They fall in love. Oh,
4: that's it's Moira Kelly, Kelly, right? Kelly, she's yes. so dreamy.
3: Oh, she's amazing. She's what a dreamboat in that movie. Yeah. You know, I love that movie a lot. I also would say Cool Runnings is amazing.
2: Yeah. Yeah.
3: Yeah. Um, Personal best is really amazing. <laughs> I know you haven't seen it, and this is terrible and shameful. It's a real, it's one of the <laughs> earliest.
1: Who is the lead in that?
3: Um, well, Muriel Hemingway. But then she's it. not the lead. The lead is a woman whose name I don't know, and that's awful because I really should know her name. She's like actually a runner. It's about two women who train. To run against each Does other. Did you also
1: just see the box of this, like held it with? <laughs>
4: oh
3: no, we own it. <laughs> it. I love this. Movie. Out of it, yeah. um, I this is a this is a lesbian movie. This is a movie where they have an affair with each other, and then there's also like some dude later, and it doesn't matter about him. But um, <laughs> 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 it's a great. It actually is like legitimately a really good movie where the where the athletes are taken seriously and mm-hmm. ha- and shows a lot of their training. I really love it. Great movie, but. I just also have to recommend Itanya, mm-hmm. if you haven't seen it yet. Yeah. It is getting like not enough love.
1: I've I've yet to watch Great. it. I'm, re- I'm 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 you know, prepped to watch it and I I've got my my DVD copy of it, but I'm I haven't
3: I know a lot of people feel yet. weird because of the Nancy Kerrigan of it all. People are right. like, "Why is Tanya Harding getting a chance to have a mo And it's like, you really just should see this movie because it's about class in America.
4: Mm-hmm. It's fascinating and really well done. So I would actually, I'm going to pick that as my movie. I, Tanya. I Tanya. Good choice. Mm-hmm. Good choice. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know what? I'm also going to pick I, Tanya <laughs> Because right. I love The Cutting Edge. It was, I watched it at so many slumber parties just over and sure. over again. <laughs> but... I loved what I, did, and I saw the 30 for 30 that it was kind of loosely based on, The Price of Gold, which I also highly recommend. I mean, the 30 for 30s are all really good. Specifically, the 9 for 9 series, which was uh, nine episodes all directed by women, focused on, like, women's sports uh, for the anniversary of Title IX. So, suggestion for that one. But, um... I really loved Itania and I really loved the cinematography of it, which is such a nerdy thing to say about movies, but I loved like feeling like I was in the moment with all of them. And it was so wild to watch it as someone that was a kid when that was happening and only knowing like what people were telling you about it. You know, like no no matter how much I watch this, I just go like, wow, I really did not know what was going on. It was just like disc jockeys like making fun of both of them. And that was how I formed my opinion. And then, watching this movie, I was just like, "Oh right, they're people. They're not just like cardboard cutouts being flipped around on the ice, so that's my recommendation is i tanya uh
1: i am i'm i I trust you both uh and I'm very excited to watch that movie now i was gonna uh, I was gonna go with the cutting edge uh i because that again, yeah, like you that was mm-hmm. uh I watched that movie a thousand times as a kid." Uh, odd that Munich is on this list. <laughs> yeah. Uh, that's, seems heavy for a sports movie. And also, there's not like a big, uh, moment at the end with, the, you know. I mean,
4: there's a
3: big moment. There's a big, yeah. Moment, yeah. Yeah. um,
1: there's a big moment. There's lots of big moments. But it's, you know, it's, <laughs> it's not judges holding up tens. <laughs> sure,
3: <laughs> sure. I but, feel like I could agree to the cutting edge, though. Mm-hmm. I, like, if I... we had to agree, I could, I could agree to that.
0: It's so funny because I was going to jump to I over. Tanya because I think that that ensemble is so good. Oh, yeah. yeah.
3: Specifically, the
0: guy who plays Jeff Galuli is like he's like it's like it's such an out of his mind performance, and I don't know that guy. Mm-hmm. I, like I, he's not memorable to me in anything, which means he's probably worked a bunch as a character actor. Winter I always Soldier. Like those guys break out. What? What's he's that? He's the Winter Soldier. No, not that's that's um. Oh, Jeff no, is. I'm not, I know. Wait, that. I'm
4: not Jeff Are you talking about the guy, the, the, I'm you mean the like secret agent guy? I'm talking guy. about
0: the, the bodyguard. Yeah. The bodyguard, yeah. Sebastian Stan is great. Yeah. He's, he's almost unrecognized. Allison Janney steals the movie, which is crazy because Margot Robbie is so good. Yeah, like really It's like the two of them are, are committing heists against one another <laughs> constantly to steal that film. The guy who plays the bodyguard, whose name I do not remember, apologies, is incredible.
3: I was so happy for Margot Robbie watching this movie because I have like no context for her being a fully formed person prior to this. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> right. Do you you know didn't us? think that
1: Harley Quinn was fully formed. <laughs> right.
3: I mean, Harley yeah, Quinn is plan. so offensive yeah. in in a movie that should have ended movies. You know what I mean? <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> instead of the instead of the producer then becoming like a high ranking government official, we should have just shut down the film administration. <laughs> uh,
4: oh yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. Uh. Um, yeah, so Oscar-winning Suicide Squad won an Oscar for costume. what did it win for? For costume? wardrobe,
1: yeah. Oh man, um, you've all heard by now. I'm the Margot Robbie. The her response when she got the script for I, Tanya. Uh, wow, this story is great. You know, this is a true story. What? Yeah, she did. She had she no idea. that well. It was. Uh, I
3: mean, that makes sense. She's Australian, yeah. I guess and younger, younger. In, like, and like young. She's 24. young. Yes. Yeah. Uh, anyway, she's amazing. This movie. Mm-hmm. I'm so right. I'm so happy for her that she got to have this because I think that Harley Quinn could have been it. You know, forever. Like, yeah. You like you're so young and you're just like a Halloween costume and then out to pasture. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> you're just Adam Sandler's shorts forever. Like that's all you get to do. Margot <laughs> Robbie,
1: uh, she would be wearing basketball shorts to the Oscars. <laughs> Um, all right, so it sounds like Itania is going to be coming out of the uh, Olympic events round. Yeah. All right. Uh, let's look now at uh, boxing movies. Yes. Boxing movies. There's a lot of great boxing movies. Starting with Raging Bull, Million Dollar Baby, Rocky, Rocky Two, Rocky. You know, uh, Creed, <laughs> Cinderella Man, Southpaw, The Hurricane, The Great White Hope, Ali, The Boxer, The Champ, Girl Fight, Grudge Match, Digstown, The Great White Hype, Against the Ropes, City Lights. Awesome. Shout out to Charlie Chaplin right there. Uh, Warrior, Real Steel, and let's do it again. Thoughts?
3: Real Steel is funny to put that on here. <laughs> Real, right? <laughs> yeah.
1: Oh, that's right. Real. I'm just reading them. It's robots, <laughs> it's robots boxing. It's robots boxing. Was that movie at any point called
0: Rock'em Sock'em Robots? Because Hasbro made it. It should raided. have been. I mean, it's dumb. It's so dumb. And again, I haven't seen it. I, wa- I started to watch it. <laughs> I started to watch, it's one of those movies where I started watching it and then 10 minutes in I realized, wait, I don't have to do this. And yeah. then turned
4: it off. <laughs> you can walk away. Yeah. yeah. I felt
1: so good about it. <laughs> to the listeners who uh, can't see what we're seeing right now, as soon as Real Steel was mentioned, Hal is just sitting there like,
2: <laughs> <laughs>
4: "Yeah,
1: <ready to> go. <laughs> um, how is it not rocky?
4: Oh no, it's Rocky. It's Rocky. Yeah. Of course, it's Rocky. But yeah, then you, the question is, which Rocky? One.
0: One or two? One. Is that? Is it one, one or two? Or is the one ones between?
4: Yeah. I'll tell you why it's one. Best
3: Picture. It, also, one is now. I waited a very long. I knew about Rocky before I saw Rocky, mm-hmm. like that kind of a movie, and I didn't realize it was a love story. It's like basically not about boxing at all.
2: Yeah. yeah. It's
3: basically just like I love a woman. Yeah. Like that's what it is, and <laughs> I. It makes me really happy that it is like that. Dudes, especially, are like, I really relate to this movie. It's about a tough guy. And he he punches meat, and it's like, no, he like loves a lady. That's what the movie's yeah, about. Yeah, yeah. Um,
1: boxing's easy. Talking to Adrian is yeah,
3: nice. <laughs> yeah, amazing.
1: And and right. he loses at the end. Like, how many great sports movies have a mm-hmm. loss at the end of uh, at the end
0: of the movie? Right, but he wins by going the distance. I mean, it's he there's does the yes. reason why he's the the. The emblem of, of Philadelphia Mm -hmm. because he's the underdog who nobody expects to show up. And then he goes and takes in the distance and loses, which is Philadelphia sports to a (laughs) T. But the, the the second one is great because it ends with them both being knocked down and they, he gets Mm -hmm. to the standing 10 count first. Um, that's a finish. It's, it's a really great fit. Is that, is that the other one for you, Rio? Like what, why do you think it should be two instead of one? Well,
4: I mean, I think. I personally also really like um Rocky Balboa and then I also consider mm. Creed to be part of the whole thing and that I wonderful. Really loved the movie Creed. So I just wanted to like I mean I really liked the first one but I just want was curious what other people thought cuz I actually like all of them a lot cuz there was a, I moved to Oregon just by myself on a whim kind of and I didn't know anybody and I didn't have anything to do and I legit just watched the Rocky movies like every day <laughs> to keep myself from going into a deep depression and so I I <laughs> have this like very big place in my heart for all the Rocky movies that like just all of them work for me except for five. But all the rest of them uh, nobody
1: likes five. Nobody likes Let five Let me ask you this who since you know all of these Rocky movies mm-hmm. quite well, who do you think is this is a sidebar hole we got this mini of episode. Course. Who is the greatest Rocky uh adversary?
4: Ivan Drago. You think it's Drago? No, I think it's Apollo. Because because they became friends yeah. because it's like a Star Wars kind of you're my father yeah. kind of a thing. Oh yeah. <laughs> no, yeah, Rhea's is actually right.
3: You're right,
4: yeah. but I think like I mean, what are we talking about? Are, are we talking about goofy things? Because yeah. Clubber
1: Lang is amazing. Mister Lang is also right. great.
4: I mean, yes, but like,
1: also argh. the sixth Rocky movie is not called Lang or Drago. Yeah, it's yeah. called Creed. Of
4: course, yeah. Actually, so seven, one 12. of my favorite seven.
3: Rocky villains was Pele when he was coming through and he was always saying, well, I actually don't even fight with my fists. I fight with my feet. And that was a very unusual turn.
0: And they get on the ground on their backs and just kick the bottoms of their feet. They do that. Other. They yeah.
3: do the whole thing. And then I go, Okay. <laughs>
0: Alright, uh, all of these other boxing
1: movies are great, but. Actually,
3: I disagree. I want to point out one that's not great. Oh, Million Dollar Baby. Thank you! I'm going to tell you why this movie isn't great. It okay. like Clint Eastwood think he should make more movies. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> do, you he's
1: only, do you think his only direction is? Talk slower. (laughs) He's directing a movie.
3: Do you remember the moment? Did you watch um, uh, American Sniper? Did you see American Sniper? I did not.
0: No. So, in American
3: Sniper, and this came out like as a news story later, but we watched it together, right? We had a screener and we watched it. And not only is it like so xenophobic and it's like really problematic what it thinks about brown people, the movie, uh, but in the midst of all that, where you're like really grappling with like our American history and like what we think of the world, and in the middle of all of that, you know that they, that the baby that they booked for the movie, that, that baby was, didn't make it, the baby didn't come to set. There's a baby in the movie, the baby didn't make it, the actor- To, to set, to set. I was gonna say, you, that <laughs> the scared baby me, die. like, the baby didn't no, make it, I was no, like, oh the, god. The baby, the baby <laughs> didn't make it care. to set that day, uh-huh. uh, and so, the baby would said, He's like so old and tired. He's like, I can't possibly wait for a new baby. Go buy a baby that's a fake baby. And that's what's in the movie. Like it's a, a doll.
1: Like they just go it's to Toys
3: R Us. It's, it's a
4: doll. It looks kind of like this when he picks it up.
3: Yeah, it has no weight to it. It's floating out of his hands. It has no weight. It has a it has a it acts as a plastic doll head. A visual a visible plastic doll
1: head. But the nice thing is every time he it goes from laying down to sitting up, the eyes automatically (laughs)
3: open and close. It also goes, I have a poop in my pants. (laughs) I wish
0: he had kissed the baby's head and then rubbed some of the paint off so all of a sudden the baby had a bald spot afterwards. (laughs) Just uh, maybe for the director's cut, maybe we could go back or do like a George Lucas special edition. <laughs> That's more about the baby. Absolutely. Just make it all about Just that baby. Just
3: put Job the Hutt, a digital Job of the Hutt, <laughs> <laughs> over the baby.
1: Go to sniper. All right.
3: Um, <laughs>
1: you're my favorite nerd and I love you. Um, all right, let's move on from boxing movies. Let's go now to. Hockey movies. We're gonna go to hockey. Let's uh, move up to the Great White North. Uh, we have Slapshot, Mystery Alaska, Miracle, The Mighty Ducks, Sudden Death, Goon, MVP, Most Valuable Primate, <laughs> Hal, Real Movie, uh, and real. that is it. Uh, well, no, there. the Tooth Fairy. You <laughs> <laughs> was it four in the morning when you made this list, Hal? Maybe. And the Chiefs. <laughs> Who's got favorites?
4: Um, I'm gonna go with the Mighty Ducks because yeah. I didn't care about hockey at all before I saw this movie. And then mm-hmm. all of a sudden I was like, I love hockey! <laughs> um, but I actually like the second one better than the first one because of rollerblading. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Does it got one, me into rollerblading.
0: Isn't that the one with the knuckle puck as it well? It is the one with the knuckle Kenan puck Thompson? also. Yes. I recently one of the uh, SNLs, I think the last one of of 2017, they were all on the skating rink, and I'm watching, that. I'm just curious to see who can skate and who can't. And then I see Keenan Thompson in hockey <laughs> skates just like full on gliding oh, into yeah. a full back skate, and I was like, "Oh yeah, he's one of the Mighty Ducks." He actually had That's to learn right. to skate. That's right. He was a Mighty movie. Duck. <laughs> From that one on, he was in 2 and 3 where they go to the boarding school. Because 2 is the the world tournament. Yes. Yeah.
3: Wait, what happens at the school?
0: Well, I'll tell you. (laughs) (laughs) They thought it was going to be a breeze, but it wasn't. (laughs) Almost breaks them apart, but in the end, they form that flying V. That flying V. It's pretty great. is Is a...
1: is a great thing in those movies. It's
4: also just nuts to me that the, that there is a hockey team <laughs> called the Mighty yeah, Ducks yeah. now, the and Anaheim. people wear it unironically. They're like, "Yeah, it's my team from the movie."
1: <laughs> that just shows the power of Disney, right there. Oh yeah, yeah. They're definitely the Anaheim Ducks. I mean, oh this for is, sure, yeah. They're straight up down the street from Disneyland. <laughs> they're the Mighty Ducks
0: of Anaheim.
3: I yeah. also Anaheim. can't watch scary movies at all, so I don't even know which of the murderers wears a hockey mask.
4: <laughs> What's his name? Jason. I thought you meant from the Mighty Ducks. Which,
3: <laughs> Well, I'm going to get like, there. I
4: think you're a little confused I, about the Mighty Ducks.
3: <laughs> yeah. I'm going to get there because I think that when you said the Mighty Ducks and then you were talking about how it's a real team, I just realized in my head for the first time that it is such a bummer that Jason came out before the Mighty Ducks existed because it is way scarier, uh, what, like a plain hockey mask or a duck-shaped hockey mask? <laughs> yeah.
2: Like, that is so
3: f- up to think about that. That there's a bill space? Do you know what I mean? That can't even open its mouth. Yeah, it would be a real tight fit. What if fit? you looked, oh my god, you know?
1: <laughs> that's the logo, yeah. that's the It's the bill. It, it the, was originally. Uh, it was. Yeah. Yeah, is yeah.
4: that no, not now what it is they just now? have a foot. Yeah, but they didn't have they fun,
1: their goalie didn't wear that, right? He didn't have to like the goalie <laughs> no, he, didn't have a no, beard on his neck. Their mask. goalie was their,
4: goofy, duh. Their, so, yeah, <laughs> uh, gosh. Yeah.
3: <laughs> really?
1: How
4: to how <laughs>
3: to hockey? I was going to do a very different joke where their goalie was Howard the Duck,
4: uh, <laughs> boyfriend of Leah Thompson. That's yeah, what yeah, I was,
3: was going to say. <laughs> boyfriend of Leah Thompson from Space.
1: <laughs> I loved that movie, and everyone else hated it, but I was a big fan. It's Chip Zine from uh, Into the Woods. Sorry. Broadway nerd coming out. We're talking sports. Let's, uh, <laughs> let's talk about hockey movies.
0: I mean, Miracle.
1: Miracle is a, Miracle is a fantastic, fantastic movie.
0: I'm, i a completely unapologetic Kurt Russell fan. I love mm-hmm. Kurt Russell in movies. I have a rating system. I don't know if I've ever talked about this on the podcast before. Nope. From bottom to top, a movie can be Kurtastic. <laughs> it can be Russelicious, Or it can be Kurtastically Russelicious. <laughs> For example, to give you a, a, a take the temperature on this, uh, Big Trouble in Little China is curtastically rustlicious. Sure. Yeah, of course. Tequila Sunrise is curtastic. <laughs> this movie is curtastically Russelicious. It's a great, uh, it's just a great performance. And that, that you, for somebody who was three years old when the miracle on ice happened, mm-hmm. I have no context for what the world was like then. I was not aware of it but it really does a good job of immersing you. You know, Disney, Disney gets a lot of stuff wrong, but that film I think they got right. It hits all the right chords for me as a as a fan.
3: I've never seen it. Is it, does Kurt Russell build a closet for Goldie Hawn? <laughs> yeah. He
0: builds it, but he doesn't use cedar. That's so right. So she makes him coach the United States men's hockey team. <laughs> And sends him back in time to do, 1980.
3: Do you know what's a real story? Is one time I was performing in Telluride for a comedy festival when The Hateful Eight was shooting, and there was no snow, so they had to halt production for like three weeks. And so all of the cast and crew of The Hateful Eight was just in town doing nothing, and this show was Kurt Russell in those in that. In those chops, mm-hmm. with a cowboy hat on, also like the hat from the movie, the with hat. like
4: the full size owl like, on the front. so so. It's not just Kurt <laughs> just Russell. It's, a rough <laughs> yes, yeah. exactly. It's
3: not just Kurt Russell. It's the most obvious version of Kurt Russell. Right. <laughs> we're like, oh my god, like Kurt, like play it down. Wear sunglasses and a ball cap or something. <laughs> mm-hmm. And he, w- I was in the wings, and uh I'm just even gonna. And there were two comics on stage who are really good friends with each other. They have the Performed together a lot, and they did a bit with the audience that didn't go over that particular night, and was so long and drawn out because they were waiting for a laugh, they couldn't get the laugh to get off, that from the wings, I and everybody else in the opera house saw them walk Kurt Russell. Like, he got up (laughs) in that hat with that facial hair and was like, I... Am leaving (laughs) the whole town was like holy shit kurt left
1: wow (laughs) i bet that comic really wished that he had the baseball cap in the right exactly
3: i mean it was amazing (laughs) that means you're really eating on stage when kurt russell doesn't care (laughs) if you see him leave no i know you all know i'm here in town this is a very small town i know i'm wearing this hat but i'm not staying for this
0: (laughs) enough is enough um. So,
1: uh, so which coach do we like better? Do we like Kurt Russell or do we like Emilio Estevez? And,
0: yeah.
3: Is there anything? I did mean, you, Did you is... say one? Oh, Mighty Ducks. Mighty, Mighty Ducks. Ducks.
1: I, look, I loved the Mighty Ducks, and they're the only one that spawned a uh, that spawned a baseball te- or a, a a hockey team. <laughs>
0: yeah. The only one that
1: spawned a it baseball. So team. So
0: good, they created yep. a baseball yeah. team. Was Chip Zine the catcher on that team, Mark?
1: <laughs> you guys, it's Mighty Ducks, and that's the truth. It's gonna be our hockey film. Um. <laughs> You guys, it's been a long weekend. <laughs> uh, is everyone comfortable with the Mighty Ducks?
0: Do you want to talk about very Slapshot? Because we'll, because we're anybody... going to get a lot
1: of grief if we don't mention that Slapshot is an amazing, amazing is... Yeah, Slapshot nominee.
0: is also a movie. Right. <laughs> it's very good. Yeah.
1: None of us really care as much as we care about the Mighty Ducks. Yeah, I
0: get it. The Hanson Brothers and yeah. and Paul Newman. See, I know that movie. Yeah, it, it was keeps... Russellicious. Yeah. Well. <laughs> there's no Kurt Russell in that movie. <laughs> oh, there has to be Kurt Russell it? in the movie for something yes. to be Russellicious? I'm not just rating movies that way. <laughs> I, that I, was, I you think
2: like,
1: should. I thought that was like Stars and Thumbs. Like, that, you're you're Russell. Stars and Thumbs? Yeah. That
0: movie gets stars. This movie gets thumbs. <laughs> <laughs>
3: uh, Can I ask you a follow-up question, though? Please. If it's a movie where a shrubbery and something kind of moving a lot in the shrubbery factors in heavily to the plot, can it then be Rush (laughs) Delicious, Regardless of whether or not Kurt's in it?
0: Yeah. I think you've trapped me. (laughs) (laughs) I've been hoisted upon my own petard. Yeah, I think so. I think just rustling would count. (laughs) Or Nipsey Russell also would count. So, uh, we've got the Mighty Ducks. So
1: far we have the Mighty Ducks. We have Rocky we have, uh, I, Tanya. We have, um, our soccer movie was Bend It Like Beckham. And we have, uh, what was our golf film? Tin Cup. Uh, so now, right? Boy, that one's not winning, huh? No. No, it is not. Um, so now let's move on to. Wait, football. did we pick
0: a hockey film? What did we pick? Mighty Ducks. I thought we yeah. picked Mighty Ducks. we pick Ducks. the Mighty Ducks? Mm-hmm. Okay. <laughs> I'm comfy uh, with the Mighty bummer Ducks. Bummer for miracle, but I understand. Look, I'm uh, done of it.
1: All right, now let's move on to football films. There's a lot of these. I'm only going to read a few of them. If you have one that I don't read that you are particularly uh, love, then please shout it out. Um, Rudy, Remember the Titans, Brian's Song, The Blind Side, Any Given Sunday, Friday Night Lights, The Longest Yard, starring Burt Reynolds, and Jerry Maguire. <laughs> <laughs> this You love when an audience in a comedy show just goes, hmm.
3: hmm. <laughs> I feel like it's weird that you skip Varsity Blues. When you were yeah. going through bolding, I don't think you understand what my life was like if you skipped Varsity Blues. <laughs> it's just really important.
1: Is, is Varsity Blues superior to Friday Night Lights? No. Ooh.
3: Wait, what? No. In my life, yes. <laughs> okay. Like as a movie, no. But like as a thing that I still quote constantly, if someone goes, what do you want? I go, I don't want your life. You know, I say that in my head. <laughs>
2: That is the,
1: oh, that's the only line I remember from that. Well, from that's the, the line. You know what? It's a good line. It's
4: just that line for two hours. Uh-huh. Just, uh, <laughs> it's that line, wearing a whipped cream bikini. Yep, that's what
3: oh, it I is. Oh, I do remember yeah. the whipped
0: cream bikini. So of course whole, you do. That whole movie's a Meisner exercise. They're just repeating the same yeah. line over
1: and over again. My favorite line from Friday Night Lights was, Hey, we have a game. Turn on these Friday Night Lights.
3: <laughs> and someone goes, It's Wednesday. Yeah.
2: <laughs> Boing. <laughs>
1: All right, what comes to the top uh, top of the mind? I mean for me uh rudy is Rudy is an epic classic of underdog joy.
4: I will also go with Rudy because personally for me, someone who did not want to go to the University of Notre Dame for graduate school and ended up going anyways, it uh really strikes a chord for me. also, you know I used to work in the steel mills, so it really I'm kidding. <laughs>
1: What they have in Cleveland. (laughs) Yeah, that's true.
4: (laughs) Nothing.
1: They have a rock and roll hall of fame. (laughs) It's steel
4: mills. mills. Look, Rudy
3: is an amazing movie, but when you are from Chicago, like I am, it is a problem in your life. I will also say the same thing about Hoosiers, but Rudy more. Rudy is like people, oh, I also went to Boston College. Mm -hmm. People that go to Notre Dame are the most annoying people in the entire (laughs) world.
1: You know yeah. you married one, right?
4: Oh yes. Oh, I dropped out. <laughs> and my and
3: my brother-in-law, which like I like I know many people, but it is like so. I love Rudy, mm. and I really that movie. I can't. I will always flip away from it. You know what I mean? If it's on in a hotel, I'll just say F- you. I'll turn. I'll leave the hotel. <laughs> I'll burn the hotel to the ground. <laughs>
0: I I just want to throw in for Wildcats. I love that movie. I not only am I a well, fan of this is the uh Yeah. Not look, not only am I a huge Kurt Russell fan, but I'm also a fan of his partner for many, many years, Goldie Hawn mm-hmm. who was my first serious crush when I was eight, which is why I saw Protocol so many times in the theater. <laughs> <laughs> my poor parents. Just not that good a uh, movie. It's not hauntastic at all. But this movie it, is Goldilicious? Yeah. It's it's a little Goldie. It's Goldilicious.
4: Goldilicious. That sounds terrible. Hontastic.
0: I wish I didn't rate movies. I really. No, I think it's. I think it's great. She's a great character. The scene in particular where she earns the team's respect by outrunning them because she was a long distance runner uh, is in particular my favorite scene. Uh, and plus, they all do that. It's the spirit of kings. It's football. And a young Wesley Snipes is in it as one of the football players. So I, I like that movie. I don't think it's going to win, but if you haven't seen it, it's a really good watch.
4: Yay! <laughs>
0: Um anyways you know, sh- I want to
4: throw in for Friday night lights because I forgot about the fact that Explosions in the Sky did the soundtrack to that movie. So that just that alone, I cuz I love the TV series too, but they're mm-hmm. two completely different entities. But the Explosions in the Sky score There you go. That's it. Score. <laughs> score. That's, the score, a thing. The, That's a thing you do in football. Sure. <laughs>
1: <laughs> when people talk about scores in football, they're usually yeah, not they're talking usually, about the soundtrack. Right, right. You know. And
4: this time I am. So no, I feel you. Score. Um, all right. So we
1: have a, a shout out to Friday Night Lights. We have a shout out to uh, to um, Wildcats. I always I loved Brian's song, but it is a heartbreaking, <laughs> sad, sad movie.
3: Yeah, super sad. We yeah. also didn't mention that we had a shout out to Varsity Blues.
1: Oh. Look, uh, we all agreed that Varsity Blues is going on right to the finals. But, like,
3: what if you have, like, a long way to run? You know what I mean? It doesn't matter. I know a lot about this movie. (laughs) You guys do not remember that? It was a whole thing. Um, (laughs) Rudy is the winner. I'm going to tell you why. Okay. Rudy made this, the most recent season of Stranger Things, satisfying. Without Rudy. And I don't think we can say that same thing for any of these other films. Sure. In terms of affecting me last month.
1: <laughs> so, the score so far is Rudy wins in football because of Stranger Things <laughs> and Tin Cup wins in golf because of Rene Russo. Yes, in The Thomas Crown Affair. Thomas Crown Affair. I
3: warned you backstage that I would have an unusual way of getting to the answer. <laughs> I
1: think that's right. just what we needed. <laughs> All right, now we're down to uh, two more sports that we're going through. Uh, we have basketball and baseball. Uh, you guys want to start with basketball? Sure. sure. Great. Uh, we have Juana Man. <laughs> it's the only one on the list. <laughs> uh, no, the sixth man, Eddie, the fish that saved Pittsburgh, white men can't jump, Hoosiers, he got game. Space Jam, Hoop Dreams, the air up there, blue chips, like Mike, semi-pro, air bud, basketball, <laughs> Love and Basketball and Above the
0: Rim. I, I, I think, I just want to say, I think Hoop Dreams is the best movie on this list. I also mm. think it should be disqualified because it is a documentary. About, like, I don't consider mm, it a That's real.
3: exactly what those kids <laughs> are up against. <laughs> Being disqualified at every turn.
1: For an arbitrary reason.
0: I clearly have a lot of growing to do. (laughs) I mean, I I look at it, I'm like, how could it not be the best movie in this list? But then I also think of it like it's not, it is about basketball, but it's not about basketball. It's about class and poverty and kids trying to get out the only way that they possibly can and should have won Best Picture the year it came out, which is why I feel weird saying, I should not be on this list. (laughs) But I wanted it on there because I think it's an important movie that that I don't think people remember that well because it's now over twenty years old, mm-hmm. but it's still an important movie and it's probably worth watching now because those ki- you know those kids disappeared afterwards i don't remember any either of them having you know they didn't flourish neither of them made it to the pros um
3: yeah i mean i I think like you know as a panel of white people talking about a movie that's also a lot about race. Yeah. That is, you know, like you said, over 20 years old, it's, I don't, and you know, you could recommend it to people to still watch it, like, you know, that it's relevant, but it's also like, we've solved racism.
1: You know what? That's a good point. Yeah, so that movie's uh, totally irrelevant now? (laughs) Thank goodness. I
3: just feel like it's like, look at who our president is, like, we're past it. (laughs) Yeah.
0: <laughs> it's sort of antiquated now. Like remember yeah. when that was the the reality? Yeah. <laughs> Who
3: <laughs> Love and Basketball so is really good.
0: <laughs> yeah. yeah. Love
3: and Basketball is re- First of all, you're right about Hoop Dreams, uh, yeah. but I'm just saying uh, Love and Basketball is also I think an underheralded movie for how good mm-hmm. it is. It's really good.
1: Uh I loved uh I love He Got Game. I loved I loved White Men Can't Jump. I think that movie uh mainly because there's a scene about jeopardy in it. <laughs> You guys, I told you backstage, I'm not a huge basketball guy. But there's Jeopardy in White <laughs> big
4: Michigan. Big Jeopardy guy. Yeah,
1: big Jeopardy guy. <laughs> big Jeopardy fan.
4: Rio, what is Rio? it for you? I'm I, so curious. I think, I mean, I feel the same way about Hoop Dreams. I, I played basketball when I was a kid and thought for sure basketball was something I was going to do for the rest of my life. And my mom was trying to support that and rented Hoop Dreams, um, not knowing what it was about. She was like, I got this basketball movie. Everybody's saying it's really good. And we put it on, and I was, I don't know, eight or nine, and I was just like, what?
3: <laughs> I can't believe she waited that long. That's a movie white people should watch when they're five. Sure,
4: yeah. <laughs> or three. <laughs> well, well, Two and yeah. a half. Yeah, for sure. In the womb.
3: We'd have to learn this right yeah. away. Uh, uh, you know, But my
4: vote is for Love and Basketball, because I just really enjoy that movie, and i it, it's one of those sport movies that isn't, it's equally about the sports and the things outside the sports that make the sports so powerful. So that's what I I, I love love in basketball.
3: And can I just ask a follow-up question about the fish that saved Pittsburgh? Sure. <laughs> what is that?
4: <laughs> we are
1: Hal is contractually required in every episode to cram as much Pennsylvania into the episode as hmm. possible.
0: It's notable, it's uh it's about a team, a Pittsburgh NBA a uh, professional basketball team that loses all the time until some kid does something that involves a fish, and they get better. But Dr. J is in it. That's I've why. Seen, I there you go. I've
3: seen this movie. It's by Guillermo del Toro. Yes. <laughs> and the kid does something that involves a fish, but. Uh-huh.
1: And Dr. J has eyes on his hands. Yep.
0: <laughs> I mean, it's not. It's garbage. This I is know. A the
3: Shape of Water joke. I get it. I'm with you. <laughs> I made a joke about you the Shape of a, Water.
0: It's very <laughs> topical.
4: Yep. He doesn't know how to call for a timeout. He just keeps going.
0: (laughs) I'm I'm gonna,
4: I'm gonna cast a vote
0: for for Hoosiers. I do. Hoosiers is really good. I, I hadn't seen. I watched it recently after I I saw it when it was in theaters thirty years ago. And watching it again, it's a really good movie. And the sports part of it is interesting. Um, it's just a solid movie. I just don't, I, I, don't think there's anything in this category that's going to win. I think that's a solid film. That being said, I'm fine with Love and Basketball as well.
1: Uh, I'm, I'm, uh, 100% on board with Love and Basketball, uh, even though it does not have a scene with any Jeopardy.
3: <laughs> I also, I just want to point out it's a little weird that, um, Michael Jordan's Playground isn't on here, which is a movie that I used to watch. Michael a, Jordan's Playground? Yeah, Michael or? Jordan's Playground. It's VHS film that I used to watch before I would, Try Out for the Basketball Team, and it's about a kid who's just playing hoops outside alone, and then the ball rolls away, and then Michael Jordan picks it up and goes, Hey, man, you want to play some hoops? And then it just cuts to a bunch of dunks.
1: You have a loose definition of the word film. That Michael Jordan has
3: son, and I would watch it alone on a TV with a built-in VCR, a tiny one, and my parents are my... Lock my parents out of their own room. I'm getting ready!
2: And yeah, watch it.
3: Michael Jordan's Playground.
0: There there was an NBA, uh, like a compilation, VHS, that was put out in the late 80s. I can't remember the name of it, but they did music videos for a series of NBA stars that was set to popular music. For example, uh, I think it was Isaiah Thomas' song was Control by Janet Jackson. Mm. But Michael Jordan's was... Uh, take my breath away by berlin from <laughs> top
3: Gun. was he wow. in an open like jet engine <laughs> i wish in a way
0: in a way he was no it was just of my footage. heart yeah it was just footage of him like doing a cradle dunk and it would be like boom 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 <laughs> the, the worst pa- I, which I thought was the worst pacing for any of them until Dr. J came on and it was The Greatest Love of All by Whitney oh Houston
3: what that's wow. so amazing Be- <laughs> because the that actual music video for that song she's standing in the middle of like an op- like a jet which you know as you guys know is the acoustically the best place yeah to record like an <laughs> audio track that's how you know she's singing live <laughs> Because the jet engine is whirling behind her and she's going, take my breath away and you can hear her perfectly. Yeah. Because it makes sense. Yeah.
1: Take my breath away and replace it with this giant wind <laughs> that is coming straight at the microphones and camera. Um, alright. So, uh, we, we've got love and basketball. Yes. Coming out of the basketball round. Yep. Great. Mm-hmm. Uh, so we have only got, we've got one category left and then we're going to have to, uh, do our elimination round, but that is baseball films. Uh, we've got, Field of Dreams, A League of Their Own, Bull Durham, For Love of the Game, The Natural, The Bad News Bears, Pride of the Yankees, Major League, Little Big League, Rookie of the Year, Angels in the Outfield, Eight Men Out, The Slugger's Wife, The Sandlot, The Rookie, Moneyball, Bang the Drum Slowly, Mr. 3000, The Jackie Robinson Story, 42, Trouble with the Curve, Hardball, Million Dollar Arm, The Scout, The Babe, Summer Catch, Damn Yankees, there we go, Soul of the Game, The Fan, Ed, How? that's a chimp. His name is Matt LeBlanc. You bastard. And Air Bud, seventh inning fetch. <laughs> um,
0: that dog is good at sports.
1: There are so many epic, wonderful baseball movies. Yeah. These are all, all of the, these top contenders in this list are great. For me, the one that, uh, that is just the most quotable, the one that if it comes on television, I will watch it until the end is a league of their own. That is a movie that from my childhood is like that. That I mean, that just could be just that it's a personal favorite of mine because there are other great baseball movies on here, but what do you guys think?
4: I have to say for me, this is the only time I'm going to do this. I -hmm. have two because I cannot narrow it down to one. Because The League of Their Own was like a very important movie to me and still is. Like, I got to interview Gina Davis at her like <laughs> reunion really? softball. Yes. And she was wearing the hat, the same hat from the dang movie. Oh,
1: come on. Wow. And she
4: let me put it on because I was also wearing a hat, not from the dang movie, but a Rockford Beaches hat. And I was like, oh my God, like losing my mind. Um, and it was the greatest. And I've gotten to meet women that played in the league and like it, not only is it, just a like a perfect movie that there's no time wasted in it it even nods to the fact that like black women weren't allowed to play in the league and like it it did as much as it could to talk about that in the span of that movie and also it's just like a historical document of something that was not renewed like those women played that sport and then that's it like mm-hmm. those women that did it did it there's not then the thing i love about baseball is that when you watch the game The history of the game is always being played within it. You know, like there, not only are the two teams playing each other, each player is playing themselves to try to best themselves, but they're also trying to like beat some record or pitch a, a no hitter on this day that's never been thrown or whatever. And so the fact that that movie exists, at least in the very least, allows for those women's stories to like continue on. And I hope that we can stop just making entertainment about women's sports and just start watching women's sports. Now, my other one is Bull Durham. Because it is also a perfect movie and there's Mm -hmm. no time wasted in it. And the thing I love about Bull Durham, and this also applies to A League of Their Own, is that when you watch Bull Durham when you're like younger, you watch it like you're nuke. You know, like you watch the movie and you're like, I mean, he gets to go play in the pros. That's like the, you know, the thing. Like you, you just see that. And then I've watched it now as I'm older and I'm like, oh. He's not the one that wins. You know, like, it's one of those movies where you, like, you grow up with the movie, and the movie grows up with you. And so, that's why I can't, I'm, I'm, I'm no King Solomon. I can't cut him in half. <laughs> I, I go with both. King Solomon did
3: almost cut two movies almost in half. Did almost. Yeah. Okay,
4: so wait, yes, yeah. Uh,
3: those were great answers. Thanks. Hard
4: Sorry, to I can't.
3: No, that's okay. I agree that it's illegal to own, but I'm gonna use a completely different, uh, reasoning, because, you covered so much good stuff. I feel like it's important to also call out how the cast has gone on to and also like even at the time. But like, do we all remember that Gary Marshall is in that movie? <laughs> oh yeah. And like not it's not just Tom Hanks, also like David
1: Strathairn. He,
3: mm-hmm. And the, yes, and the chemistry between Rosie O'Donnell and Madonna is perfect. Yeah. <laughs> Rosie O'Donnell is so good in that. Yeah. So
4: yeah. Good so good movie. that speech she has on the bus about oh my the God. boyfriend and then throws it out the window. Unbelievable. So
3: gay. <laughs> <laughs> Lori Petty is obviously. Yeah. They had
1: Canadians, Irish ones, and Swedes. <laughs> they
3: did! They're all the one! they one all. <laughs> all American! Uh, and Gina Davis has gone on to dedicate her entire career to, like, following the path that that movie. Started for her, where mm-hmm. like she has—I don't know if you guys know this—but she just has a, she has an institute that studies the diversity, n- women's inclusion in movies and television, and then goes and makes appointments directly with studio heads and people to make decisions to try and get more women in movies. She's like completely used her fame uh for good. So anyway, A League of Their Own is amazing. Thank you, A League of Their Own. Mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> How? I also love a league in their own. I do want to speak about Field of Dreams in that I think it's important to the sport of baseball and that it, uh, most of these films here are about baseball games being played and about the sport. This is about the impact of of baseball on society and what baseball means to people uh, and a lot about relationships and it's, it's almost impossible for anybody with a parent they have any kind of relationship with, good or bad, not to cry at the end of that film mm-hmm. to see that that Despite all the lessons learned and his need to bring back uh, all these things that all he ever really wanted was connection with his father. And the fact that he gets that at the end, re- like the the hairs on the back of my neck are standing up right now thinking about it. It's a very emotional uh, – that's a very emotional moment in film. It's like one of the few that I know I can go to and it will make me cry every time. All right.
1: Uh, yeah, these are and uh, – two movies on this list actually cover that same – Uh, story from that, uh, film, Field of Dreams, uh, that and Eight Men Out of the, uh, the Black Sox Mm -hmm. scandal. Um, there's, I mean, there's so many great movies on here. The Bad News Bears, like, we haven't talked about great, uh, great childhood, uh, based sports movies. I mean, The Sandlot and The Bad News Bears are both on this list. And that, those sort of speak to what it was like to just like the camaraderie of your buddies playing these games with you. Um, but we've got to pick one to come out of the baseball round. Um for me it's a, a league of their own is how would you be comfortable with percent uh, a league of their own coming out of the baseball 100% run? So here is how this is going to work. We now have our entire list of all of the movies uh one from each category. We're going to go down the line and eliminate them one at a time uh until we only have one film remaining. To remind you, uh we have Tin Cup, Bend It Like Beckham, I Tanya, Rocky uh what what page am I missing here? Oh, Rudy, the Mighty Ducks, love and basketball and a league of their own. Where would we like to start? Who do you want to start with, Mark? Um you, you want me to start with the eliminating? Oh, I, that's what
0: I was asking, yeah. <laughs> Who do, <which> one <laughs> we're we're going to go around.
1: Basically, this is the moment when Hal and I try and figure out the math in our head based on how many of these we have, <laughs> so that it's one of you that has to make the ultimate Great. final decision. We
0: always get that wrong. We, yeah. always, we always get it, get it wrong. wrong. One time we got it right. Yeah, So <laughs> we might as well time. just
1: start down the line and start eliminating, and then we'll throw it to you anyway at that point. Um, I'm, going to, I'm going to eliminate Tin Cup. And I'm not going to say anything more about it. Jerk. Sure. Jerk. <laughs>
4: I am going to eliminate Rudy. Yes, that's perfect.
3: (laughs) (laughs) That's what I was thinking was the right thing to do. You knock it out early because the strategy... I get what you're doing. Yeah, you understand.
1: (laughs) Wait, what is... This this isn't just about hatred of Notre Dame?
3: (laughs) No, this is two wives understanding how to get the right movie to the top. (laughs) Bend it like Beckham. Bye, baby. You done? All right.
0: Love and basketball gone. Mm, ooh. All right. What's left? Uh,
1: what is left is uh, right? I'll tell you what's not left. The mighty Ducks
0: no! is not left. Bye. So wh- uh, what's left now? <laughs> so what is left
1: now is we have um, Olympic events. Itanya boxing. We have Rocky. Baseball. We have A League of Their Own. Uh, and that is it. Mm-hmm. That's that's the the rest of the list. Itanya. Uh, Rocky and A League of Their Own.
4: Okay, I will get rid of Itania then. I guess. Okay. And so I'll it, get rid of Rocky. <laughs> one and what just one? I mean,
1: that I can't believe it worked out. It, it, worked! Out. it, it totally worked. It totally <laughs> worked. We have determined once and for all the greatest sports movie of all time. Hal, with your traditional
0: ending, if you will. People of the world, this did not go the way I thought it would. <laughs> But once you get to the final three, I'm happy with any of those winning. I'm, I'm sad to see Rocky go. However, A League of Their Own, as, as, uh, as was stated, is a perfect film. It wastes no time. It tells an important story that a lot of people were not aware. I mean, I didn't know about it in 1993 until that was brought up, but it's a very important part, not only of, sports history, but uh, not only of women's history, but of human history and social history and uh, what was happening during World War II in that time and why aren't there uh, women playing professional baseball right now? It's ridiculous. And you watch that film and it hopefully makes you realize all of these things. And that's why it's important to watch now over our almost 25 years later. Uh, it is worth another look and it is the greatest sports movie all, of all time it is a league of their own. Asked and answered. The greatest sports movie ever made.
4: Marla. Yes. Can I Can I just What add, a hitter. <laughs> can I just add one little footnote? Please. It's that there are women playing uh, professional baseball. They're not playing in the major leagues because right. they haven't been brought up there, but there are women playing uh, for the Sonoma Stompers. Oh. In fact, a woman just won of their first professional baseball game pitching for the first time since the All-American Girls Professional Baseball League last year for the Sonoma Stompers. And the United States has a national women's baseball team. So check that out. That's fantastic. They're all playing. They're all fantastic. They're really awesome. They play in independent leagues and stuff. So yeah, just check them out. We just don't get to see it because nobody covers it. But there's the internet now. What? (laughs) It can be used for good.
1: Um, Ladies and gentlemen, give a big round of applause to our guests. Rhea Butcher, Cameron Esquizito. Uh, Where can people find you? Is there anything you'd like to plug?
4: Uh, I'm going to be going on tour this spring, uh, so check that out on my website. It's just riabutcher.com. It's going to be in Pennsylvania, yeah! Bethlehem, uh, and Lancaster, that's and a couple other places. And just follow me on Twitter and Instagram. Also, Rhea and I have a podcast together that's
3: called Put Your Hands Together that is a stand-up podcast. And we're so funny and why will you like it
1: well thank you thank you so much for coming on the show this was an absolute uh, blast and a treat uh Hal and I are both huge fans of both of you. And yes. it was uh, really fun to have you here. Uh thanks as always. Uh also oh you know what I'm gonna before we do that, let's say this topic is covered, but there are many more topics to discuss, so please reach out to us on
0: Twitter at We Got This Tweets or check out the Maximum Fund subreddit, or you can email us at we got this podcast at gmail.com or come to the Facebook group. That's facebook.com forward slash groups forward slash. We got this podcast. Thank you to producer Ken Plume, researcher Kate McManus, graphic designer Uri Kelman, and QA engineer Jen Alba. And thanks to our
1: musicians, Mike Furman and Jonathan Dinerstein, for our theme song and score respectively. And thanks to you, our listeners, and in this case, our viewers, uh, for coming out uh, to this amazing, amazing... And thank you to to uh, everyone at Sketchfest up in the booth in the lobby for the whole festival. Thank you guys for putting together an amazing, amazing time Uh, thanks for coming to this,
0: and uh, we'll keep making episodes as long as you keep listening to them. For Hal Lublin, I'm Mark Gagliardi. For Mark Gagliardi, I'm Hal Lublin, and don't worry everybody, we we got got this. this. We got this! Thanks a lot everybody! Hey everyone, Freddie Wong, Matt Arnold, and Will Campos. Here to tell you about Story Break, a writer's room podcast where every week we, the Hollywood geniuses behind video game high school, have one hour to turn a humble idea into an awesome movie. Thrill as we weave the tragic tale of Jar Jar, a Star Wars
1: story. We're going to double down on everything that made the prequels great. Jar Jar, (laughs) trade (laughs) Federation (laughs) politics. Gasp
0: as we assemble a pantheon of heroes for the Kellogg Cinematic Universe. We could get rid of Snap Crackle Pop. I wouldn't even miss them. You're crazy. They die in the second half. Actor. Oh, come on! And join us as we make fun of Matt as he struggles to name a single Beyoncé song. Well, yeah, put a finger on it. Sure, she wants to be Beyoncé. Put a um, finger on it. Beyonce's famous song. Will we break the story? Or will the story break us? Find out by joining us in the writer's room every Thursday on MaximumFun.org or wherever you get your podcasts.
1: I <laughs> uh, love it. Oh, good oh, man, stuff. every time. Uh, well, I hope that you're enjoying this podcast you're listening to as much as we are pretending to. But anyway, why not listen to another podcast, too? It's called The Flop House. And on our podcast, uh, we have recently watched a movie, often a bad movie, and we review it on our podcast, but mainly talk about other stuff and, I don't know, hang out.
4: It's all about hanging out. Feeling like you're, like you're being with your best friends. Who are your best friends? Us three. Dan McCoy, <laughs> Emmy Award-winning writer for The Daily Show, Stuart Wellington, owner of the best bar in Brooklyn, Hinterlands, and Elliot Kalen. Former Emmy-winning head writer for The Daily Show with Jon Stewart. Former head writer of Mystery Science Theater 3000, The Return. Uh, so many things. Author of the upcoming children's book. Christmas, All right, that's Dog. enough. The Elliot's credits just go on and on.
1: Yeah, but if you like the idea of listening to three funny guys talk about bad movies, then why not come over and listen to The Flop House? It's uh, available at MaximumFun.org or wherever fine podcasts are found. So get out of here.
2: MaximumFun.org.